we're super excited to be here. Here we are. Here we are. Number two. We are on the second podcast, um, which is still a little bit unreal for us. Right. We've been really thinking through and listening mm-hmm. to ourselves, which if you ever decide to do this, we don't recommend you listen to yourself. <laughs> we are our worst critics. Yes, yeah, so we're asking you guys to please be easy on us as we get used to hearing our own voices. And we're going to work and do our best to be positive about this. We are going to positively mom our way yeah. through this. Yeah, exactly. So how's everything been going for you, Jen? Uh, excellent. I've had a, a great busy day with lots of um, snow delays. Uh-huh. So I was a chauffeur this morning and... We had some disciplining issues, you know, Yeah, the huge. <laughs> the great aspects of being a mom we yeah. have. So for those of you guys who don't know, Jen and I, we live in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Both relocated here. We relocated. We mentioned, you know, we are neighbors. That's how we started and became friends. Um, I'm not used to snow. <laughs> I'm used to snow. <laughs> um, and this is kind of a joke for yeah. us. <laughs> um, but we've been here... Uh, my husband and I moved here 11 years ago, so we are used to the whole city shuts down for ice thing. Yeah, we, coming from Texas, being here six years now, uh, we're used to just sleet. Yeah. So coming here the first winter and having actual snow was amazing. I remember when we first moved here, everyone said, you're not going to get snow. Like, that's not really going to happen, but you're going to at least get seasons here. And every year we've lived here, we've gotten snow. Um, now, not anything to the degree that you're used to, but snow, you know, so it's been awesome. And it's definitely an adjustment to have so many snow days. Right. Now, our kids missed two days of school this week and then had a late start today. Yeah, it's unreal that, well, and now for year-round schools here, um, my husband is a teacher, so he has to go to school on Saturday right. um, because there's not snow days built into our calendar, whereas... I mean, we would have never even had off in New York for this stuff here, but, um, you know, the other thing, the county is huge, and it's our school district, so about 40 minutes from us got seven to eight inches, so that's why we were closed, too, and it's just hard to dissect the school district. (laughs) Yeah. Well, not to completely go off on tangent here, but I think it's worth noting, because I'll never forget the moment that we were deciding to move here. And someone said, well, this is your base school, and your base school is year-round. And I said, what? Year-round? I'd never heard of it So when you were planning to move here and you had no idea the potential of going to school all year? No. Wow. Never heard of it, ever. Um, And coming from, you know, a state where there's a ton of teachers, uh, it was my biggest fear and biggest adjustment of what to expect and um we so for those of you guys who don't know again you'll learn a little bit more about us (laughs) little by little little by little we'll have a spit out some information you'll learn a lot about us soon i Mm -hmm. promise um a year-round school is exactly that year-round so i have a middle schooler who is in year-round and i have a elementary um kiddo who is in traditional. Schedule chaos. (laughs) Schedule chaos for me and our family. But for those of you guys who are like me, all you've ever known is traditional. You you didn't even know that that was a thing to call it traditional. 
So when we moved here, we went from a traditional kindergartner to a now first grader who was going to be in school all year. And we didn't know what to expect. There's four tracks. You don't get to decide what track you're on. And instead of having three months of a summer vacay, you have a month vacay every what, nine weeks? Nine weeks on, three to four weeks off. So after being on year-round for three years, four years, you know, five, because we're almost six now, um, we grew to really like it. I know. It's a really... I feel like it's a nice way to vacation in the down times when the rest of the country is stuck in school. Yep. And now I can definitely tell you having one kiddo in traditional and one kiddo in year-round that I really feel like the, the year-round breaks are far better than having a very long summer. Because um, a long summer is great. You know, yeah. don't, get, don't get me wrong. It really is. But... It was amazing to take a vacation to go back home in November. Yeah. And it was amazing to take a vacation in May, you know, when nobody else was out, out yet. But the, the beaches are still great and yeah. warm enough. I know. So definitely miss miss that piece yeah. um, of us all being on the same schedule. I know. Well, <laughs> it's funny that I'm speaking of uh, year-round and traditional. When we first moved here from New York... My husband was teaching at an elementary school four days a week, and he was part-time at a year-round school, so on Tuesdays over the summer, he had to work. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it was really hard to ha hard for him to find a part-time job over the summer Yeah. because he had to be at school on Tuesdays, which is really funny. That but is. Yeah, I like the year-round calendar, but I'm kind of – I find the pros in both. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, – I do like the continuity of year-round, but there's lots more transitions. So. Oh, gosh, yeah. Like Saturday school. Exactly. The first time I took my first grader to a Saturday school, I won't lie and say that I didn't tear up a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, this is it's terrible. Sad. I know. But there's no built-in makeup day, nope. so Saturday's the day. Yeah. So. But it's only half day. Yeah. yeah. Only half day. So, <laughs> so they could go on PJs yeah. if they wanted. Right. That's right. So, um, so uh, we're going to go into... Um, uh, so you'll learn a little bit more about our podcast, but we're going to always do this same thing in our podcast every time, and we won't have to intro it after this anymore. Um, but we're going to go into our Take 5 High Five of the week. We'll start with you, Jen. What was your Ugh. What was your Take 5? Okay, well, so my Take 5 today um, was I didn't have any one huge Take 5. It was the compilation of all little moments that I was like, I love you guys, but I need to take five. Mommy needs a break. Um, I just had a couple issues where my son was out riding his bike with no helmet, and that is a big, huge no-no. Um, he was delivering Christmas cards to our neighbors. <laughs> and he was so excited. He loves a job. So I sent him off and was giving him like three or four cards at a time. The first time he had his helmet on, and the second time I just poked my head out with my daughter who also wanted to deliver Christmas cards and noticed that he wasn't wearing his helmet. So in he went. So he wrote me a card, actually. Aww. I'm sorry, Mom. I was just trying to help, but I was wrong. Love, Zachary. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. And he handed it to me as I was outside talking to a neighbor. And I was like, oh, my gosh, seriously. Um, I didn't need to take five for that. But then my kids were inside. 
screaming at each other and fighting and I was like, okay, you guys literally have to be kind to each other or you're going to bed. And then they lost the TV remote. And it was just like a bunch of little things where I was like, oh my gosh, okay, everybody on the couch, we're going to watch a movie and if you guys fight one more time, I'm not kidding, you're going to bed. Yeah. And it was like six o'clock. <laughs> so I fed them dinner, we watched a movie and... Um, things got a little bit better, but yeah, mama needed a break. <laughs> yeah. I think snow days don't help with yep, that at exactly. all. What was your high five? My high five was my morning was amazing. <laughs> I feel like I was out and about. I had to teach, um, so I teach, teach group fitness classes. I taught a cycle class this morning oh. and it was awesome. I had to bring the kids with me cause both of them had a delay. So then I was a busy bee, had to drop my daughter off at school. And then I had an hour with just my six-year-old, so we went Aww. and had breakfast together, and it was awesome. That's it was just so nice to just spend time with him, and I don't know, reconnect. I yeah. feel like, you know, it's just different when you have that one-on-one -on -one time. Yeah, so I, I think that's so important Yeah, to do that. Having three, I feel yeah, like I have you're to... you're split. Yeah, like we, I, we've always tried really hard to make sure we do some one-on-one -on -one time, um, with each one of them at some point, even if that means someone takes two to a soccer game and yeah. one stays back and plays Legos with one, you know, we try. Even those little moments are right. awesome. Right, because that was my biggest fear going from, you know, I worked a lot, I traveled a lot, mm -hmm. I had one child, and everybody's like, when are you having your next? And I was like, I just don't know if I can divide that small amount of time that I have to spend, and it's hard. So I think that, I mean, it's just, you know, as moms... We work we make really it, hard yeah. to do. Make yeah. it happen. Mm -hmm. We do. So, what about you? Oh, um, well, I mean, we did have snow days. I think about, I had many take fives. My my take, I did have a take five today. Um, <laughs> but it actually didn't have to do with my kids. I did have those. I think this one kind of stood out to me the most, though, because it's so fresh. And a big take five today just um, in, you know, another aspect of my life. And... Um, and it, it really has to do with recognition. So, you know, I had a deep conversation um, with a fellow coworker today about, you know, how important recognition can be. And I think my, my big, you know, take five moment for, for this today was that, um, you know, I've never been a person to do work for work. I've always right. done it for passion or... Um, a love of something, and I always will be that way, and I know that, and, um, you know, people, I've always, you know, known that people work for people, and um, people have always worked for me, or I, you know, and um, I try to remember, I try to remember that today, whenever I wasn't feeling at my highest, like, that ultimately what keeps me going is never about the, you know, money or you know accomplishments or even recognition even though I'd like it um that it's ultimately because I really love what I do and the people that I that I work with um and that makes all the difference I've been very lucky in a lot of the things I've done and in life to work with amazing people yeah so so today I, I was having a lot of self-reflection. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, well, you'll get to know that too. Yeah. We're both big self-reflectors. <laughs> I'm very self-aware, yes. everybody. Um, but yeah, I think that was my, that was my, you know, it was, it ended up being a, oh, I need to take a minute. But then what it ended up being was like, 
uh, you know, it, it could feed into a take five too, but mm-hmm. my take five actually comes from working out today too. <laughs> yeah, girl. Uh, <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, you know, again, we'll talk about this at some point, but I kind of fell off the wagon for a couple months because of like sickness, you know, kids getting sick during the seasonal change and my husband getting sick. I get sick, you know, and the, and every year around October, November, it just kind of knocks the wind out of my sail and I work all summer to get to this high, you know, to prepare for something and that it just fell flat and normally I can like pick myself up and go, but I was like, I struggled yeah, I struggled yeah. this time and, um, and I, I found a buddy, accountability buddy, um, who was my accountability for several years. And then we kind of started working out on different schedules. And so we committed to going together at least twice a week. So we knew we were going to start showing up for that. And honestly, um, that kind of kickstarted the rest of it. So my, my high five today and this week has been that I got to work out with her today, yes. this morning. Um, that, uh, we had a hard workout, like a really hard workout and I got a ton of high fives. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, high You know, strangers as well as, and how great is it to start your day with that? Like, you, you know, all these great positive endorphins and someone pushing you, motivating you. Like, that's why I probably was able to get through my take five. Yeah. You know, today. Yeah. So well, because I was like, I was on it today, this morning too. Yeah. Because you were a really good early morning workout ever I did you I got it done yes I got it done before before um the sun started to rise and that's usually when I get my best workouts in um so yeah that was my good day too awesome (laughs) well way to kick it off yeah um so we're gonna talk through um a couple of fun stuff some fun things today so we have um, been talking about holidays and how we strive to make the best of them and we, you know, we want to um, not sit with lots of stress during the holidays. So um, we kind of were, I was doing some research on lots of tips to survive the holidays and these kind of things. And Anyway, we came up with three that we think would be helpful if to keep in your pocket to survive the holidays. So um, at least these are the three that I think will benefit myself. <laughs> Which is <laughs> because as much as I'm a positive, cheery person, there's lots of self-talk that needs to go into sometimes things that maybe I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, but... I guess without further ado, I'll just start with the first one. Okay. The yeah, first let's, tip. Let's Here see. we go. Yeah, the drum um, roll. Yes, drum roll. So the first one I have is to know your priorities. And we had kind of talked about this, um, how I think I've gotten pretty good about saying no to certain things, and there are and others I'm that... <laughs> on the other side. I hate that don't. <laughs> um, I'm a yes man. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I feel like I used to be, and sometimes in some aspects I am, but I think that, you know, when it comes to, when you think about the holidays specifically, you think about all the things that we have to, Yeah. you know, what's on your have-to list. I feel like all these things, if you look at it for real and go down what your must-complete items are, they're not really must-complete items. Like, for instance... Holiday cards. 
<laughs> that is on my list as a non-negotiable. It is negotiable. And I need to sometimes remind myself of that, of things like, you know, the cookie exchange. Is it is it a must-have? Is it a non-negotiable? Is it something that I really can when I'm looking at my priorities? Okay, that kind of falls to the bottom. If I want to be... Um, better, essentially, if I want to be more present with my family, should I take that off the list? You know, kind of yeah. working through that stuff. I, I'll tell you, um, like, when we started talking about this pod and this, this kind of sat with me for a while. Mm -hmm. I told you that because I am the opposite of that. And I've had a big self-reflecting moment <laughs> as to the fact that um, I say yes too much. As a matter of fact, I was telling um, my really good friend and workout buddy who I just mentioned um, was telling her a little bit about, um, you know, our pod. And I said, you know, I've, I've come to realize I say yes a lot. And she looked at me and she said, yeah, I, I can see that. And it, it hurt my heart a little bit, but I love her because she's so honest with me. And I thought, okay, so other people see it too. And not that that matters, but it does tell me something that what I was noticing about myself is definitely visible. Um, and uh, there's a lot of reasons why I want to say yes. You know, there's a lot of reasons why I want to, that my prioritizations of things are not really best suited for me, right? Mm -hmm. They're usually with the thought of others before myself. And, um, like I have to stop doing that, you know, um, working full time, having, you know, two very active kiddos in sports, having a toddler, um, traveling for work, doing all these things. I have to do, start saying no to things and saying yes to things like this, things that right. feed my soul, things yeah. that make me happy. Yeah. Um, and I haven't always been the best at that. Yeah. I know? was not either. And I feel like almost to the opposite extreme now, but sometimes I find myself, like today was one of those times where I felt overwhelmed and I was telling my husband, he noticed I was off a little bit and he's like, what is wrong? And I was like, I just, I don't know what it is, but I think it's the more I look at my to-do list, it's not things, you know, again, it's not necessarily one item that's like, oh my gosh, it's so overwhelming. It's just the compilation of all of it, you know, and I was telling Andrea, I think also, I get a little overwhelmed when I'm getting ready to travel to New York. There's a lot of people to see. I am a people pleaser, so I want to make sure that everybody feels like they got enough time with the kids. And, you know, um, I just, in that aspect, it's hard for me to put myself first. Whereas here at home, I feel like I do a better job at that where it's like, okay, my neighbors are not going to miss me that much. You know, yeah. it's not like... I can say no to those things, but it's, you know, the, like, yeah, just the, the obligation piece yes, that to the family on that you. it does. And I think that knowing my priorities and kind of setting that up front before the trip will kind of ease my stress, um, about, about that stuff. And then also focusing on the positive, you know, the experience. I keep saying that, but it's like that's I'm self-talking myself through it. Literally, just self-talking <laughs> myself through it. Like it is, it is going to be a really great experience for us, for the kids, for our family members. And once it's all, you know, there and we're present, it will be fine. It's just the managing, the rest of the stuff that needs to get done to get us to that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, after we talked about this, I made a list. It's funny. I made a list um, of 
all the things in December. I filled out our calendar. We have a family calendar in the live in the kitchen area, and I filled that out too. And I kind of took a minute to look at it all and say, okay, what are the things that I want to make sure do happen this month? Mm-hmm. Um, that are you know feed the soul. That are or what's my priority this month? Well, family and making right. memories and getting ready for the holidays. Um, so the things that we're going to do are going to be surrounded about around those things. And so there's some things that I can't say yes to, that I can't say mm-hmm. yes to. There's some things that I'm obligated right now to say yes to that, you know, I'm starting to change as well. Right. Um, but I definitely think that it's a, it's, it's okay to say no. Yeah. And you do that. Mm-hmm. And you said it took you some time. I'm on the road in the journey of, of doing that and just saying no. I see sometimes people that are so busy, they're, you know, go, 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 go all the time, fill their days with activities, just don't want to sit in one space. Right. And um, I just want to be, you mm-hmm. know, and I want to make sure that the time I spend is is like meaningful and valuable because yeah. outside of everything, I usually am going, going, going. So right. when we finally clear this calendars, I want to just pause. Yeah. You know, for well, and that's the thing. I feel like I was looking at my calendar this weekend and, um, I was like, Oh my gosh, all I have is one, one hour, which is, uh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, one hour long birthday party. That's amazing. I yeah. know. <laughs> and, I just feel like um, that's really all I have on my schedule that I have. I mean, and again, is that I have to? Not really. Yeah. But that's the only thing we have. And on top of it, I feel like we also, we took advantage of the quiet family time snow day. Snow day. You know, we were able to be productive one day, lazy one day, and it just, that's the stuff that feeds my soul. I love, I love to be productive. I'm the laziest, not lazy person you'll ever meet. (laughs) Like, I love being lazy, but I'm not lazy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if that makes any sense oh, at all. It makes complete sense. My husband is totally that person. Yeah. Um, we used to laugh all the time um, when we worked opposite schedules that my day off was never really a day off because he already had it planned from the moment we woke up to the moment we were going to bed as to what was next. Right. You know, like yeah. this was the goal. And if we weren't on track for that on that day, <laughs> then it was not going to be yeah. a good day. Now, um, you know, 10 plus years of marriage later, right. we've, we've learned to, you know, compromise, yeah, compromise <laughs> on those things so that, um, we can have a moment, you know, right. yeah. <laughs> you don't have to have everything planned, exactly. <laughs> which is good. So now we're in, in a better place of finding that compromise. Yeah. Well, it's interesting as we're going through your list, one of the things we were talking about and why we kind of brought this all up is that we were, I was talking to you about this New York post article about mm-hmm. festive stress. Yes. And we were actually looking at, according to research, 31% of Americans describe the holiday season as frantic. And we were kind of like, okay. But what was even more compelling to there is that 49% of moms say they put pressure on themselves to have the perfect Christmas. Yes. And And that takes us to the next tip. Yes. (laughs) Do not strive for perfection. I feel like, um, you know, so many moms want those perfect Christmas pictures, you know, in front of the, with the silhouettes in front of the Christmas tree or whatever. I will tell you right now, those typically are bribed pictures. (laughs) Yes. Talking to a photographer, so she knows. Um, Most of the time, especially, well, and I will tell you this also, taking pictures of your kids are 
light years harder, more difficult than taking pictures of other people's kids. Because I get the most adorable pictures of everyone else's kids. And then literally, no matter what bribe I have for my kids, I'm like, I will give you 1,800 cookies, one cookie a day for the rest of your life. Like, you know, like, it's just like any bribe, anything will come out of my mouth. Anything goes. And they are like, you know, fighting over one candy cane when there's like 75 candy canes. Just hold the candy canes. <laughs> They just just won't. They just don't cooperate for me like they would for someone else. And your kids are the same. Yeah. So I think um, what I try to do, especially because I love pictures. Like, I love capturing those memories. I love the, I call them, I kind of have to break it up in my own mind so that I don't strive for perfection of, like, before the holiday, regardless of what it is, whether it's Halloween, Christmas, whatever, I will get that picture that I want that's the quote-unquote perfect picture in my mind Uh of what my kids look like at that age but the rest of the pictures are I call them memory pictures where it's like you know the quality of the picture doesn't have to be that good the lighting doesn't have to be perfect it's like nothing about the picture is perfect except for my two little you know babies that are in it and that's that's the perfect part about it I don't care what if the house is a mess or whatever it is so I try and take a little bit of pressure off when it comes to that stuff but going back to the you know, not strive for perfection. I feel like what what are some of the the ways that you either do or can improve upon not yeah, striving for perfection? I so I kind of feel like perfection has never really been like in my DNA. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, in that sense, um, I can be definitely type A in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, this is, I guess, where our yin to yang can be. Right. Um, because. I didn't grow up with any of that. Right. So I didn't grow up with taking family pictures. You may not have either, but I didn't grow up with just those kinds of things. And so um, getting to do those now, I kind of just cherish the fact that I get to do that. And that's kind of always the motto when I think about things and try and embrace it. Um, But do I try to, do I try to, I guess the perfection piece might come in is where I'm trying to make sure that I'm creating enough memories Yep. You know, and that's where the prioritization piece comes into play as well. And the perfection piece, I guess, for me, because, um, yeah, I go through the picture piece and find great joy in, in having, um, you know, the pictures and putting the cards together. Like, that is, like, one of my highlights of, of getting ready for the holidays. I try to get it out by a certain date this year. That didn't happen. Yeah, me neither. Mine are still minor. Um, they're going out tomorrow. The stamped ones have not been yeah. delivered. <laughs> Normally, they go out, like, the first week of December, yeah. and I'm always patting myself on the back that that happened, and mm-hmm. I had to prioritize this year and say, take a deep breath, Andrea. Right. That's if they have it up for a week, it's fine. It's totally fine. Most of them keep them. Some yeah. of them throw them away. Yeah. Whatever. So that was one piece. But the other piece is that we've tried really hard to create our own memory. So, you know, um, it's, you know, do we build the gingerbread houses? Do we make sugar cookies? Do we frost them on our own? Or do I do store-bought? Do we do, you know, the reindeer food? Do we not do the reindeer food? Now, do I make candy canes for reindeers for all of my kiddo <laughs> classmates? Or do I just make a few for his friends? Right. Do I get three teachers I'm so gifts? so stressed out. Three teachers gifts. Or do I get just one? Or what? Right. Do I need to get the music teacher one too? Right. So I start to like. It's a black hole. Right. And you could just. Spiral but, out of control. But that's where the piece comes from like, okay, is it stressful? Whether, or to think about, should I get the music teacher gift? No. But the compilation of everything can just literally 
tear you down. Oh gosh. I, as I mentioned, self-talk people, self-talk. So like the, the, the piece for me, the big juggle for me too, is that, um, you know, on top of all the mom things, I've got all these other things too, right? right? Because I can't say no. And so, um, some of those things are coming to an end this week. And I was telling you earlier that I'm just like, I'm going to celebrate on Saturday. Like nobody's business. Celebrate. Celebrate because I'm going into a new phase of saying no people. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think for me, you know, that perfection piece comes in from feeling, again, I guess, tied to the, all the obligations mm-hmm. that you feel you have to check off. Um, you know, uh, I every year I come back to this and I say, okay, Andrea, you're getting the main teachers their gifts. You're going to, you know, um, get all your cards out to everyone. And as long as they get out, it doesn't matter when they get them. Um, you're going to make sure you get all, your Christmas list all taken care of. Like I try every year to do that. And we're going to make gingerbread passes when it fits. We're mm-hmm. going to make sugar cookies when it fits. And um, there's never a set date for me. You know, yeah. what ends up happening by the grace of God, we end up getting those things done. And I don't feel like it's a check off the list. I feel like, oh, oh it was fun. It was that's fun. what it's supposed to be. This is, yeah. And that's the thing that I think... Every once in a while when I feel those lists building and the kind of anxiety inside getting a little too much, I kind of go back to that, whether you have a mantra or whatever it is. Um, Mine is lighten up. So I will say lighten up, lighten up the load, (laughs) like whether it's lighten up your list or lighten up your spirit or whatever it is. Um, This is supposed to be fun. And gingerbread houses... When it comes to, like, do not strive for perfection. I have never strived for perfection. But it's fun to watch the kids. They get so proud of what they did. I mean, even their cookies that they made. We've done both so far. Um, Sugar cookies. That's good. Yeah. So, I mean, and it was completely on a whim and unplanned. And it was just like, oh, we're in the house. It's freezing cold. Let's make sugar cookies. And we're going to get frosting everywhere. And I'm going to let the kids eat way more cookies than I usually let them eat. um, It was just, the kids loved it. And we actually... We're supposed to take them to Disney on ice. They didn't know that, but um, we ended up not. And we did sugar cookies instead, and I just think it was that much sweeter. It was awesome. It was family time. It was in our house, and it was just – I remembered that it was supposed to be fun. Yeah, and I think that that's the the biggest, biggest piece is that there can't – I mean, I I think I mentioned this too earlier. There – I hear – a lot of, because we're in an area where we're all relocated, you mm-hmm. know, here. So a lot of the times our Christmases, our holidays are spent with us, with neighbors, with right. friends. Um, and sometimes we have those visitors, sometimes we don't, and sometimes we go there. And what we, since the moment we started having our family, we made a decision pretty quickly that we wanted to make sure that we created our own memories mm-hmm. and that we started making our own traditions so that our kids could fall back on those. Because um, like my family traditions growing up, they're kind of all gone. I'm from a very big family, like the, the patriarch of the family's no longer here. And so that kind of kept the glue together. So then now it's, you got to start making your own. Right. You know, and I want my kids to be able to fall back on some of those things. Yeah. Um, and have that. So, yeah. I feel like the, like my family, it's the exact same thing. I feel like our traditions were being with family. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's like ours. the presence of each other. So yes. now that we're not 
local and we can't have that presence with each other. Um, I feel like that I'm constantly looking for new traditions of, okay, well, you know, what, what will the kids remember when they're older? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and ours are all centered around food. Yes, I know. <laughs> ours are too. I'm it's already like, dinner, dinner, I know. dinner, what's for Christmas dinner. I know. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well. So another thing before we get into your mm-hmm. next tip that I thought was pretty interesting, speaking of food, <laughs> was that a lot of the times people during this time, um, because of all that stress in, in their chaotic schedules, according to this um, New York Post too, that 49% of more people turn to coffee and... <laughs> And, oh, and yeah. one in six consume energy drinks. Oh my gosh. Um, People are way too stressed during the holidays. <laughs> we need to lighten up. Yeah. We, we need to lighten up. 70%, 74% overload on unhealthy snacks. Oh my goodness. So, you know, we had talked about like hitting the pause button, making sure yes. that there's some um, self-care. Right. right? Yes. And trip. here we are yeah. at tip number three. Um, make time for yourself. That was... Um, I feel like as moms, this is always one that we have in our pocket. We know it. We have heard it from our friends. Our friends tell it to us. We tell it to ourselves, all these things. And somehow it still falls to the bottom of that priority list. Um, and I feel like I I actually just was, I saw a, um, a post about it. And it was, I think, um, how self-care is different for everyone. So it could be binge watching and it could be different for you on every single day. So it's like, you know, one day it might be Netflix binging for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, yeah, Handmaid's Tale, <laughs> which I finished. I checked that off my list by the way. Um, yeah, I feel like it could be Netflix. It could be going for a run. It could be eating a bowl of ice cream. And I feel like if that is what self-care looks for you, looks like for you that day, and it soothes your soul, feeds you, um, I think that, then do it. You yeah. know, even if it's five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Five I, I um, I'm not good at um, doing self-care. Um, as a matter of fact, you know, I did, <laughs> you and I were doing um, some Marco Polos, and uh-huh. I was dyeing my hair. Oh, my gosh. I was supposed to have... We were supposed to have a big dinner, and my hair appointment was for Monday, and our dinner was on Friday, and, um, you know, I have jet black hair, so anytime I start to gray, like, it's an immediate thing, and you can see it. It's noticeable. It's probably one of the things I'm, like, a little self-conscious about, and so I'm like, dang it, I have to fit this in? Oh, great. So while I'm on calls all day today, I'll just whip on some dye onto my hair and go from there. But you got it in, and that was self-care. I got it in, and that was self-care. A lot of my self-care is binge-watching stuff, too. Yeah. Like, if I get a minute um, to fit it in, mm-hmm. um, to read a book, like, that's amazing. But, yes. Um, I love reading. But if I can't, then, you know, just completely vegging out and, like, not thinking about anything. Put right. all technology down yes. and just watch a show. Like, I feel like I'm rejuvenated yeah somewhat. I do too I feel like that's a lot of times um my self-care especially lately I feel like I used to when I worked in an office setting I would um one of my favorite things to do was to pop out during lunch and get a manicure <laughs> that was like my go-to it was yeah. it just I felt like 
I don't know. It's the small things, but yeah, like having a good manicure just makes me happy. Oh my gosh. And I just now I resort to. Uh, have you heard of the Pam and ice cold water trick? No. So I was at. Uh, oh. It was like the PTA ish thing oh. for preschool. PPA. PPA. And one of uh, my mom friends was like, "Yeah, I tried this trick. Essentially, if you paint your nails, <laughs> I'm gonna get. This is not one of my tips that I planned, but here we go, moms. If you like to paint your nails, um, yeah, you just paint your nails with the nail polish, regular nail polish, um, and then you spray it with Pam. <laughs> really? Yes. And then you soak it in cold water, and it essentially lasts like a gel manicure oh. would." No way. So, like, my cuticles are a mess right now because I I don't know how to, like, peel the skin and stuff, so I still need to <laughs> yeah, go for a manicure. Minor, minor but at the same time, my nail polish will stay on for about a week because Pam locks it down. What? <laughs> and it dries quick. There so, like, essentially. For you, yeah, essentially. Um, so now I do it to my daughter's nails, too. So she has her little jail manicure going that on, too. So we did that yesterday on one of the snow days. I've never heard yep. of that. So self-care. Self. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag self-care. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that, I think all three of those tips kind of tie in together. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we kind of bounced back and forth between the three of them. And those, I felt like out of everything that I saw for moms that are busy, um, and again, I know, these are three tips that you all know. Yeah. We all know. Yeah. But we just need gentle reminders of the fact that, you know, it's okay to binge watch Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and it's okay to prioritize and say no. And, you know, it's okay to not be perfect. Yeah. I, mean, I think those are the kind of the three, well, and the takeaways are easy for today's pod. Mm-hmm. They are circled around those right. three tips um, going in to this holidays and kind of surviving them and just keeping the stress levels low, but just remembering why we're gathering all together to begin with right. for the holidays. Um, you know, most of everything we talked about is centered around family. Um, and, and for some who don't have family, it's centered around what matters to you most during right. this time that you want to cherish. And I think it's just a special time of the year, um, whatever way you look at it. Um, but yeah, I think that that would be my big, big takeaway too from today yeah so we had said that um our goal for this podcast was that we wanted to make an impact and we're hoping that we can make an impact through each of you so our end of our segments are always going to end with a special part so another intro another intro (laughs) we're gonna have our take five uh high five in the beginning and then we had talked about doing um, kind of like a six degrees of positivity, which is kind of like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. I love Kevin Bacon. <laughs> um, so what that means is we want to kind of put out to you guys a, whether it's a challenge or just a question, like a conversation mm-hmm. piece or whatever it is, um, out there and kind of watch it become a ripple effect essentially of kindness and positive and you know um we had talked about just essentially a smile at a stranger so essentially I could smile at a stranger that stranger smiles at the next stranger and you know six degrees away that smile has now spread spread 
yeah, some right. light into someone's life, you know. Most people are staring at their phones, so look. Make That's right. Eye look up eye contact. <laughs> eye contact <laughs> is important. Yes. People. That's or, how I got my husband. That's yeah. another story. <laughs> Time. <laughs> Time for a. <laughs> when Andrea met her husband. husband. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I feel like. Uh, one of the things we talked about with it being the holiday season is to try and think about a way to give back to someone. Yeah. Your community. Um, you know, it could be paying for someone's coffee <laughs> or whatever it is. It could be um, volunteering when you didn't really want to volunteer. Mm -hmm. uh, just some sort of act of positivity and kindness that you can spread um, during the holidays. Yeah, we really want to task you to be the, you know, advocates out there to spread this positivity. Um, that's always going to be our goal. We hope you that's what you take away from us, right. you know, in our combos too. But yeah, like just do something that's selfless, selfless for someone else this month. Right. That it could cost nothing. Yeah. Like you said, or it could be just a coffee. Right. Um, but that's where we want to leave y'all with today. So... Um, so we'll, it's time to sign off then, Jen. Right. So don't forget to go out there, you guys, and make it in.